Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Christmas pudding, leftover turkey sandwiches, and falling asleep watching Harry Potter on TV. These are three Christmas traditions in most households in this country. Right now, we're going to do the brand new one, Hitting the Nation, which is the second ever annual Cultaholic Awards. Some call it the Diddlies, some call it the Culties. Everyone calls it the Diddlies. It's the Diddlies, apart from the official title, because that'll get demonetized. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You can call it what you like, but we're going to stick with... The diddlies, because it's funny to say that word. I'm excited, because we're, we're all right now at this podcast in law. Last year, we weren't very good. We weren't. Last year, we had a stunning toy of the Beatles' Yellow Submarine as the gift. But now we have oh. an amazing <laughs> trophy for the... <laughs> Is that puppet included? Nah, he's just having some fun. Too much sherry. <laughs> How this will work, if you didn't watch last year's show, and if not, what's wrong with you? Is I will list off a category. I'll also list off last year's one, just so you have to catch up. One of these lovely gentlemen will give their pick, then the other one will hit theirs, and then it will be decided by myself as the side and vote. Because who knows more about wrestling than these three diddlers? Yeah. <laughs> um, before we start, I want to give a shout out to Richard, who was setting up the tech for this podcast episode, and he said his bit was one bit of advice was really good. If the camera stops recording. <laughs> Then just stop. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the, the best here. <laughs> Ross, are you ready? No, we're, gonna, we're doing this twice. So for, <laughs> keep it subdued for the first time because then we can save the good stuff for the yeah. second time. This is going to take inevitably because everything's gone wrong today. <laughs> right. Why are we doing the first one, are we? Yeah. yeah are you ready, Jack? I'm ready. Fantastic. First of all, most underrated in all of wrestling. Last year's winner, Chad Gable. Now He's not done well since. I was going to say, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I'm going to guess he's not winning this year. So Shorty G. That, that's what he's now known as. Speaking of which, Jack, who is your pick for most underrated? The tallest man on the podcast. I think you're taller, you know. I don't know. It's close, but I think you've just got an... Uh, 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 I'll be Shorty G, it's all right. Yeah. Um, you're certainly Green Day collection that you're the tallest here. So who is your most <laughs> underrated of 2019? Uh, Akira Tozawa. Ooh, yes. That's a nice pick. Thank you. Uh, obviously, he came into WWE well regarded by those in the know who'd seen him before. I think he was a Dragon Gate boy, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he was regarded as really good. He's got all the connections with all the lads. He's friends with Ricochet and everyone. From shoot interviews, he seems to be just an absolute joker, and everyone seems to love him. But he doesn't get enough of a chance on WWE programming. Because every match you watch him in, you think, Oh, God, he's actually really good. He often loses, but he makes the other guy look spectacular. Mm. There was a recent Raw where he lost against... Drew McIntyre. 
Oh, Either or, yeah, both yeah. good performances <laughs> from it, and yet he never really gets a push. Um, apart from that short stint in Two or Five Live, but then that didn't last very long. So I think, yeah, I'd really like to see Tazawa get given more of a chance um, on the main roster, and I think I think he deserves it. He's very entertaining. He's got good spots, and he says ha a lot. Ha, mm-hmm. that's a good one, Ross. Got anything to beat that? Uh, no, I think you should give it to Akira Tazawa because me and Adam did a tier list for Raw. And I was like, Akira Tozawa is a lovely, lovely, lovely uh-huh. tier guy, which is the second tier from the top. And he's like, now. What? What did he say? Put him, put him in lower. Now. Do <laughs> <laughs> wow. put him in lower? So justice for Akira Tozawa. Anyway, I'm going for Volta. What? And hear me out on this one. Two times we've seen Volta on the main roster this year. Once was that open challenge thing against Seth Rollins that descended oh. into Volta needing his pals to go. Oh, I'm scared of Seth. Well, not scared of Seth. You know what I mean? He needed his pals to get the job done and which in the end, they didn't get done anyway because they got beat, didn't they, in an eight-man tag match. or a six-man tag. Yeah, that, that, picking that old wound. Yes, and then Survivor Series, of course, happened, and 32 seconds in or something, he gets coofed in the face by Drew McIntyre, and he's eliminated. So, for my money, Volta should be wrestling Brock Lesnar every week. He should be that high on the card. I think he's fantastic. He's different to anything else on the main roster in WWE, as far as I can see. So I think he's severely underrated because the two times we've seen him on the main roster, it doesn't show very promising signs for his future there, does it? Because the UK division, they're all lovely lads, I'm sure, but it just doesn't count, does it? That's the story we've been told. They are not real WWE superstars, are they? That's right, yes. Uh, That's a very compelling argument to make. However, as much as I would like to give Walter all of the awards, one thing I cannot give him is most underrated, <laughs> considering how much I've been bigging him up for the past two years. And thank you all for coming around finally. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go with your advice, Ross, That's and fine. give this one to e- Akira Tozawa. Eat that one, Adam. One nil, Jack. Jack one, Adam nil. Next up, most improved. And last year's winner, Carmella. Mm. That's right. She had that stint where she got really good, and then she's just been entertaining more this year. She's again. So, she flipped. She was a heel for much of, much of last year, wasn't she? Now she's right. a true sidekick for much of this. Yeah, yeah, like Chad Gable, she's had a less spectacular year. Yeah. Uh, is this a cursed award? Maybe. Oh no! Oh. Well, I've been in the front oh. of five star wrestlings <laughs> running through the diddlies. <laughs> Everything's going wrong. All right, then, Ross. Who's your most improved of 2019? Bray Wyatt. Mm. Look at Bray Wyatt mm. in 2018 compared to Bray Wyatt in 2019. Mm. I know his gimmick doesn't lend itself to great matches, but I don't mind that because you see enough great matches in every other match on every other card just about. Uh, what was he doing in 2018? The tag team with Matt Hardy that yeah. fizzled out in and out, which should have been a hell of a lot more than it was. Mm-hmm. We need, we could talk all day about the long rambling promos that you know gave birth to rambling rabbit and whatnot, but you know. I don't know what else to say. Just chalk and cheese in it. Bray Wyatt, the rambling, mystical, spooky, magician, idiot, fool, compared to The Fiend. It's the happy-go-lucky, normal-not-normal version. Mm. Just fantastic. (whistles) That's his graph. (whistles) That's great. That's not going to (laughs) work on the camera, but we know what you meant. (whistles) Jack, that's a tough one to beat. What you got? I've got um, Jay White from New Japan Pro Wrestling because last year... He was getting a bit of flack from certain quarters because Jay White, he got pushed to a big match with, I think it was Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom. And Tanahashi, you know, kind of semi-carried him, it looked like. And everyone was like, he's not ready for this sort of level. Um, They're only pushing him because Kenny Omega's leaving and they need a new foreign heel. Um, So Jay White got a big push. He won the belt out of nowhere this year. And since then, even though he lost it, he's been really, really entertaining and really good as like 
an upper mid card awful heel. He's the leader of the Bullet Club, kind of, and he's he's just brilliant. The G1 climax this year all built to a very traditional wrestling conclusion, which is weird for a tournament that's so based around work rate and insane matches and stuff. And the final was just Ibushi, the mega babyface, against Jay White, the mega heel. And the night before the match, Jay White like injured his leg. It was just classic like NWA storytelling. And it worked really well. So I think going from someone who everyone looked at and went, he's not ready for this level, to someone who now everyone's like, he is absolutely ready for this level. I'm going for Jay White. That's a good pick. I'm out of breath. That was a bit of a speech. A bit of an impassioned... So the UN were performing in front of here. That's good. Uh, (laughs) I think he should be impeached. (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway, Jay White has improved lots. I do enjoy saying Knife Pervert on Twitter. Knife Pervert, yes. That's a fun name. However, Bray Wyatt last year, you wouldn't have got... 50p from Bray Wyatt 2018 from CEX. No. So to see him go from that to what he is now, one of the most entertaining things on the SmackDown brand, I'm going to have to give it to The Fiend. Fair so, play. There we go. Fair enough. Fiddy fiddy. Fiddy fiddy. For some reason, I'm expecting a giant reaction from Whoa! the camera. Yeah, like, yeah, thank you. Thanks. Settle down. Sam, give us a cheer. Sam. Give us a cheer. Give us a cheer, Sam. Hey! Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy New Year. That, that will not be heard. <laughs> Most charismatic. <laughs> Last year's winner, Becky Lynch. Very, wow. very sensible yeah. Easy win there. So, who have you got this year, Jack? Um, I can't remember. Ah, oh, uh, I've got uh, Le Champion, Chris Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he has really been the driving force behind Dynamite. Um, there's been good and bad points to Dynamite, but every time Jericho's on the screen, he's been so consistently giving us gold. As you said on the podcast, um, it's almost like there's too many memes for us to handle. He just throws so much material. It's just like, oh, my God, what's going on? And his promos have been absolutely excellent. He's maybe the funniest wrestler in the world today. And when he needs to get serious, he can do. And one thing that he's always, always excelled at, Jericho, all through his career, is that he's not afraid to look like a crybaby or an idiot. When he's losing and he's the heel. <laughs> stupid idiot. The stupid hey! <laughs> Sorry, carry on. It's all right. No, it's really good. Um, yeah, uh, Chris Jericho, uh, most charismatic. That's my nomination. Good pick. The the mean mean machine himself, Jericho. What? You got the mean machine. Wait, the mean, wait, mean wait, machine. Wait. <laughs> I'm going for the pound. Oh, the meme machine. The mean, meme machine. Right, mean right. is in er. Yeah. Meme is in Jericho. Machine. Yeah. I'm going for the Poundland, Chris Jericho. MJF. Ooh. And I'm only saying that because that's what they're saying on Twitter these days. I saw someone, I thought it was Jericho himself, going, what do you think about well, this MJF? Because someone was like, oh, he's got a scarf and he's a heel and he just calls people names. It's bootleg Chris Jericho. Yeah. That, that's not my personal opinion, just for the sake of the diddlies. I think he's one of, if not the best promos in professional wrestling today. On Dynamite, we haven't seen it all too often, but everyone knows he can do it. Some people might say, oh, he just calls the fat people fat. And oh, he just calls people spotty and pathetic stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, good, because it works, doesn't it? It yeah. gets people riled up. And the way he says it, no one, no one says it better. When he said on Twitter something like, um, yeah, I don't play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. People got so oh, annoyed. God, yeah, everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. then 50,000 muscular men and women were like, yeah, I like it, though. Yeah, Vin yeah. Diesel was like, I'll have a bit of you. <laughs> yeah, loads of these people who would laugh at people like, oh, wrestling's fake. Something got really set upon by, Dude, that guy's a D&D's not good. Get him, boys. That yeah, shows how great. good he is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's tough. Those... He's also God. brave because I had to go at the Game of Thrones crowd on Twitter once and I didn't log on for a week after that. <laughs> Just oh. had my life. What, did you say season eight was great or something? I said that you react to it like wrestling fans react and then someone went, we don't treat it like an actual sporting contest. So then I replied with, 
a reaction shot of a bar when someone gets stabbed and they're all like, yeah! And I was like... Someone gets stabbed in the bar and they were cheering. No, no. They were watching <laughs> it in the bar. Oh, I see. A we dragon or something. Game was in the car? In a bar. In a car, a car, <laughs> Sorry, right? I've, I've derailed. Right. Me, I'm dying here. I've derailed. Yeah, like, Game of Thrones in a bar sounds really crazy. Anyway, anyway we're, Ross, we're, we're digressing. Good pick from Ross, MJF. Thank, thank you, yeah. MJF or Jericho. Right. I think I might have came a year too early with MJF, you know. Oh, yeah. No, I think he's only going to get better. I know, yeah. So, uh, you know what? Even though Jericho was amazing, I just oh, give it a 10,000 no. memes. They're shocked. No. They're shocked I'm gonna at go the with MGF Because I've had the experience. <laughs> Did you have the pleasure of seeing him at Starcast? No, I've never met him. I don't want to meet him either. He, uh, I'll just feel sad afterwards. Yeah, because that's what he, he's doing that 24-7. What did he say to you? Uh, I can't say on here. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> P -P -P -G it down. You, you're looking good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was very understood. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'm going to have to go with MGF just because, God, he's good. He is just good, isn't he? Yes, he is. And it, it's, that's, the, that's the beauty in how good he is, though. He just says the basic things. Yeah. But it works better than, like, a 25-minute promo from somebody else. Right, and also, a little quick thing. I've probably told this before. At StarCast, he went up to someone and, give me your phone. I went, mm-hmm. MGF took the guy's phone, logged into the guy's PayPal, gave MJF $15, gave the phone back, and the guy was like... Why would you let someone do And then do he that? tweeted it like, he did it. I just, you know, had to applaud the moxie. Not that I could say or do. Yeah. So if Jericho did that, you think they'd be the same? You'd be like, no, you got money. <laughs> so yeah, MJF, sting with that one. Oof. And next one is best non-wrestler. 2018's mm. winner was William Regal. War, War games. games! I think we're all going to do that one. So, it's a good one. Ross, what do you got? I thought this was a bit of a struggle this year because nobody for me has really stood out. Yeah. But I've gone, I've gone for Sami Zayn. Because while he oh. is... While yeah. he, I know it's a weird one to pick because he should still be a wrestler, but he's not for whatever reason. He's a manager now. He's got a managerial double license that allows him to appear on both Raw and Friday Night Smackdown. Uh, but every single time he appears on the camera, just, he's, just, he's just good, isn't he? He's mm. just good. He said AEW on Raw this year. That's a thing that happened. Oh, um, but I—he's another one of those. It's like he's proper underutilized in a managerial role as he is, as he was as a wrestler in WWE. I think, but every time you see him, he just knocks it out of the park, doesn't he? Yes. Some might say it might get a bit repetitive the stuff he says, but I think it's just great captivating stuff every time. I mean, there's a lot to be said for repetition in wrestling. I mean, every week we call someone a diddler. Yeah. Hope he was going up. It just pains me that they never paired him with Brian properly, like those two fighting against the world. Yeah. That would have been fantastic, though. Like the two, yeah. what, like eco warriors? Yeah, yeah that would have been good. Yeah. Come mm. dressed up like the Waterloo Road warriors. Slightly more eco. <laughs> with twigs. Apple yeah. Road. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, what you got? Excalibur, the AEW commentator man and former oh. PWG wrestler. Interesting yeah. choice. Why is that? Because um, he's just done such a good job with the hand he's been dealt <laughs> on the AEW <laughs> behind that booth. He's the glue, isn't he? He is the glue. Yes. And and I'm not saying that JR's not trying, but he is just getting confused these days. And Tony is actually doing really well, yeah. considering he's also in a similar boat to JR and has been out of wrestling longer. He's actually stepped back into it better than I think anyone would have imagined. But Excalibur's the one who knits it all together. He's a good combination of classic play-by-play, -play, like calling moves, knowing the names of moves, things that... Like, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Our type of fans want to see more of after years of Michael Cole going like, whoa! Oh, yeah. um, Thunder bomb For every, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that also he's got the kind of slightly more niche cool factor because of his background that, that relates to a lot of like uber smarky fans he watch. So he's a bit of he's a bit of something for everyone. I don't personally agree with Jim Cornette. I don't care that he wears a mask. I don't know why that's a bad thing. Mm. When Cornette seemed to get really annoyed, he's like, the first shot was of this Modyard wrestler in a mask. What's he doing? I don't mind the mask. He looks like a wrestler. He looks like he's involved in wrestling. I think he's good. And I enjoy his old clips on YouTube as well. Yeah, lots of them, aren't they? Calling Adam Cole fat a lot of times for some reason. <laughs> El Genoco is a big is a boy. big boy. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Cassius Ono. My name is Chris Hero, and I throw elbows. <laughs> okay, those are two good picks. And congrats on take the moral higher ground, not picking like Luke Harper or the Cole on that. <laughs> or the Usos. So, ah, it's tough. On one hand, Sami Zayn has fought homophobia and kept... The good name. Oh of yeah, you should have said that. He's a very wholesome well, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just for charity. <laughs> However, as good as nice that is, especially in the world of wrestling, that still pales in comparison to Excalibur, giving us one of the stories of the year between him. Oh my God. Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. Jimmy famous seafood was it? And a, it's famous now. <laughs> and a, a broken phone or two, which then segued into the. Phil Mitchell is Excalibur. <laughs> mini story. Yeah. So it has to be for those two things alone, and the fact that he's given AW Dynamite a reason to keep the volume on. Excalibur wins. He's got a, a, cup, a cardboard cutout of Excalibur just over <laughs> there. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Richard. No, don't make him do two things. <laughs> wow. Here to receive the. <laughs> I couldn't even try again. Wow. Here to receive the award in person. Matthew was going to say, "Is well, Excalibur? How do you feel, Excalibur?" <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Tropecon, hello. <laughs> wow, it really is him. Well, thank you very much for coming. Uh, sort love, off. I love the way he says that word. It's like, Tropecon, hello. Yeah. <laughs> e. Oh. Oh. No expense spared here. Called the Holic HQ. It's just like the BAFTAs. <laughs> That's right. Best gimmick. Oh. Last year's winner, 
Oh, Becky Lynch. Oh, she was a double winner last year, wasn't she? She was. Becky, two awards. I thought, two tiddles. I, was, I almost said it. Becky, two diddles. I, remember, I seem to remember Velveteen Dream pushing her close for best gimmick, though, that time. Mm. Yeah. But still, she won best gimmick. He has, but that was last year. Jack, who have you got? Best gimmick this year, I've gone for uh, John Moxley. Just because the contrast between mm. his gimmick in WWE and how he is now is so good. It's it's so apparent. Like, he just, he turns up and he's got that sense of, like, something's going to happen. He's got a bit of a rock or Austin about him where he's just fully confident in what he's doing. And he looks, as they said, when he turned up at Double or Nothing, he looks free now. He just looks like he's having a great time. Mm. And that feeds into his character really well. It's slightly different in Japan. He's more of, like, just a straight competitor who wants to beat people up and has kidnapped Umino for some reason. <laughs> Although he's in England now, isn't he? He's got an excursion. Showed Umino. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then in... AEW is more of like an anti-authoritarian, anti-hero, stone-cold type babyface. But um, I think he's just doing really well, whatever he's doing. He's having good matches as well. And an important part of a gimmick, he looks really cool. I think mm. he looks cool now. He's got the little shorts and the jacket and the spray paint. John Moxley. Good pick. Ross, what do you got? Bray Wyatt. Oh. <laughs> no, no, as in, uh, no, I'm agreeing. I'm like, oh. Um, I don't know if people think it's been ruined. I personally don't think it has just yet. The one thing I haven't liked about it is the fact that, you know, superstars know where the, the Firefly Funhouse is. That's the one bit I would change. Oh, yeah, Seth found it, didn't he? Yeah, Seth just walked in. That's not, he'd be burned it down. <laughs> not a fan of that. But I think it's with Satya. The first vignette aired the Raw after WrestleMania. That's how long this has been going now. The first, you know, remember the buzzard mm. in the box. It's all been going from there. And I've enjoyed it all the way. As I said, there's just one bit I didn't like about it. Obviously, the red lighting is a bit of a, a drawback as well. I'm talking myself out of this. It's just great, isn't it? I'm too used to going, oh, this is a WTF moment. I can't yeah. say what's good anymore. Yeah. I'm broken. <laughs> Bray Wyatt, though, because it's fantastic. The, the, the pudding speaks for itself. There is the proof. A Bray Wyatt-flavoured pudding, what would that be? Um, Apricot. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I've never had one of them before. Oh. <laughs> apple. A red apple. There you go. Love apple pun. Yeah. Apple crumble. Yowie wowie. Yowie wowie. What a great podcast. Wow. Yeah. Those are two good, healthy picks. Thank you. Oh. I'm going to break it down like this. Oh. So I've had two great years. Bill reinvented himself very well. On one hand, John Moxley gave us that hardcore classic with Kenny Omega. Did you like it or not? I, I know liked people, it. You liked it, right? CG Dub. Well, on the other hand, Bray Wyatt also gave us the Hell in a Cell main event. So, by that much, I give it to Mox. That's a fair way. That's, that's a fair, fair way. Yeah, that's fair. I, don't know. I shouldn't have mentioned it, should I? <laughs> you were doing so well until you said off. all the reasons to not make it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. That was the downfall. <laughs> Feud of the year. That's just winner Gargano versus Champa. Ooh, remember that one? Yeah. Well, they tagged tag team this year, remember? No, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Moving on. 2019, Feud of the Year. Seth Rollins versus himself. <laughs> Go on. Take your minds back to April. WrestleMania. Every man, woman, child, dog, puppet, everything was behind Seth Rollins in his quest to take back the Universal Championship from this mercenary, this tyrant, Brock Lesnar, bring it back to Raw, have it on TV every week. Oh, go on, Seth, you can do it, Bonnie lad. Good luck to you. And then he, something's happened in the early summer where he became an unlikable dick 
And he just kept saying thing after thing after thing after thing. We write the news here, or report other people's news here at Cultaholic. Every single bloody day, it was Seth Rollins who said something else about somebody else that has made him look like a dick. So just imagine, back in April, saying that Seth Rollins now, in December, would be a heel. You would have slapped me in the face, wouldn't you? Yeah. It would have been impossible to think that was going to happen. But he's talked himself into it, I think, anyway, because the, mar- the large majority sort of, of us, our demographic, I've just used that word and I feel terrible, our demo, <laughs> has seen what he's been saying in private and in interviews and on Twitter and just, just don't like the guy anymore, so it's, they've had to really do it, haven't they? And it's just, oh, it's, you wouldn't have thought it was going to happen, would you? No, no. I didn't expect to see it. So, it's yeah. an interesting pick, Seth Rollins versus Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins versus himself. If he just kept his mouth shut, he'd been selling millions of T-shirts now. Losing out on all that money, isn't he? Mm. And then he said, F money like Virgil. <laughs> Sorry, Soul Train Joe. Yeah, Soul Train Joe. Come on, <laughs> we'll get sued. Oh, it's a tough one. Jack, what do you got? My feud of the year features Soul Train Jones. It's Cody versus Jericho. I just think it's been really good, funny at times, dramatic. It featured other storylines coming into play, like MJF finally turning on Cody and everything. And it brought us that video package that I just loved so much when Jericho and the Inner Circle mock. Yeah. Um, Mock the Elite and their style of videos, or the Rhodes family and their style of videos. And I was a fan of the match as well, that they had the big blow-off match. It wasn't as it wasn't like the best match we've seen in AW so far, but it was dramatic. Cody nearly broke his face. Well, he did. And he's still got that scar. Has he not let that heal properly? third eyebrow, apparently. Ugh. Why would you... segment on Soccer AM, that, wouldn't it? <laughs> if you had such a classically... Alan Chamberlain's third eyebrow. If you had such a classically handsome face, why would you do that? Why would you leave I it all busted? I will never know the answer to that question, Yeah, Jack. me neither. I'm so, neither glad you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> but don't let the track from your pick, which is a very good one. Um, thank you. And yeah, and I think they've both been really good. And I think it was right that Cody didn't win, but I'm excited or interest, intrigued. I'm intrigued to see if and how they try and work around the stip that he's not allowed to ever go for the belt again. Mm. Oh, that's tough, because on one hand, that has been maybe the best thing that AEW's done all year. On the other hand, it would be really funny to have <laughs> Seth Rollins versus a live microphone <laughs> as an award. And we read it next year going, oh yeah, remember we did that? <laughs> that was great. Could you imagine if this time next year he was like fully babyface again? I don't think he'd never go back to babyface. I literally face. can't imagine that right now. <laughs> if he doesn't talk ever. Maybe. Yeah, that's the only his big mouth. So, oh God, I just remembered we're an AEW Kick ass. Yeah, we are. Oh, there we go. The winner, Cody and Jericho. <laughs> Was there any ever doubt? Oh, shouldn't say. And so it leads us to best major show. Last year's TakeOver New Orleans. That was a great that show. Was still the best show. TakeOver ever. Yeah, yeah same. Still. And it's interesting because right ahead without doing any research for this, I'd actually probably sit down and think about I what did shows as well. did. Yeah. So, Jack... I've gone for the equivalent this year, the WrestleMania weekend takeover, which was takeover New York. It had Gargano Cole before everyone got sick of them doing all the moves. It was the match that started to turn people's opinion, but it was a very good one. The two out of three falls. Okay. um, Where Gargano won, then Cole won it back after that. Uh It also had, um, I think that incredible, was it the the ladder match maybe? No, wait. I've forgotten what was it. Go on, thank you. It had. Oh. I got someone did research. War Raiders, remember them? <laughs> Versus okay. the team of Alistair Black and Ricochet for the NXT Tag Team That was a really good match. Oh, yeah. Velveteen Dream versus Matt, Matt Riddle. Riddle that was really America. good. Oh, yes. Volta won the United Kingdom Pete Championship. Pete Dunne and Volta, that was the one. That was the one. 
Shayna Baszler defeated Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Kyrie Sane. Don't remember that one, but I remember she was going. Two out of three falls. Yeah, that's mine. I knew there was another reason apart from the main event, and that the other main reason was Pete Dunne and Walter, which was a class match. Yeah, I thought it was a really fun show. Um, but I do still think that last year's was the best takeover ever still. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Okay, well, his pick does have Walter Ross, so no pressure. Well, my pick is the same. That's why I've got the card written down. Um, that but, does make sense. For, no, I for, think the about sake, it. for argument's sake, my, my original know. thought was double or nothing. And mm. I was I was sat there thinking, that can't be right, surely. It can't be right, can it, Matthew? Can it be right, Matthew? And Richard Tubman said, do you remember TakeOver New York? And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've not written down the double or nothing card. Cody versus Dustin was there. We had that really, 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 really long six-woman tag match in the middle of the show. Yeah. We had the Battle Royal to kick it off. We, uh, we had Sammy Guevara versus Kip, Kip Sabian in a twink-off. Lucha Bros. Lucha Bucks. Bros versus The Bucks. Uh, Jericho, and Jericho Omega. versus Omega. Moxley's debut is a big Moxley's moment. Moxley's debut, it? the mm-hmm. big ending. It had a lot to go for it. But yeah, that, yeah. That, just for argument's sake, I'll go with that. But if you, if you, if you pick TakeOver, I'll count it as a victory for it as well. Well, <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough choice to decide between Cody's checkbook and my undying love for Volta. <laughs> I think you'd be all right. Well, I just gave him the last one to AW. NXT wins this one. Well, we both went for it, so it's good. Yeah, Yeah, gotta be unanimous. That's the word, isn't it? That's right. Like how Andy Joshua beat Ruiz. Just saying. England. That's right. Where are we? Match of the year. Oh, last year's winner, Gargano versus Champa. No surprise there at New Orleans. Did that win? Yeah. Carter Omega. I love Gargano. Carter Omega. That was a great match, to be fair. Yeah. That's right. All the New Japan fans have blocked me on. (laughs) (laughs) So Ross. Match of the year, 2019. Back to double or nothing we go. I don't know why I had to do that, but we've gone there. Cody versus Dustin. There we go. Uh, had to be that one. Not, you know, not if, if you're going to give it star ratings just based on in-ring action. and all, no, Not in-ring, you know what I mean? Wrestling moves yeah. and big ones and flippy ones. Nah, it's not that. It's a story. And that's mm. the best kind of professional wrestling for me. The blood. Yeah, at the end. <laughs> Imagine if he'd said it like that. Everyone would be like, what? <laughs> Dustin, man. How are you? It's like that scene. I of, need you. He really like friends. It's like when Monica and Rachel. Is it Monica and Rachel crying? Oh, each other? yeah. Like, hey, no, 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 no. Yeah. Ron, Ron, where are you? I'm going to go again. But I go. If you well, want, we're picking up all the good bits of the match. Next, it was a proper throwback professional wrestling match, both in terms of the story and the action and the blood. The blood took things to new levels. Mm. Yes, it did. It was the because sh- it'd been a while since like in the the big American wrestling we'd seen pr- a proper gash. Was it? You're the one. The proper, Why should we nominate this for best match? Proper gash. Proper gash. Whoa. You put that in my mouth, you did. What am I saying? I need this end. Yeah, end the end. Hey, so Jack. Jack, what's yours? What's it? Play the music. Jack, what's yours? Save us. Mine's also the same match, though. It's Cody versus Dustin. There was that proper... (laughs) No. Um, What what would be your second pick for Yeah, I'll come up with a second one just for... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll go for... um, just for argument's sake, but I do think we should pick that one. I'll go for a second place for Volta and Tyler Bate oh, yeah. from TakeOver mm. UK. Cardiff, was it? Yeah, yes. it was. That was a really, really good match. And also on that show, actually, another really good match was when the Flash and, Ma- and yeah. Andrews won. Yeah, But uh, the main event was spectacular. Really long, but it didn't feel that long because it was good. Yeah. But uh, Cody and Dustin should win, Matthew. Come on now. Come on. Oh. Yeah. 
I'm teasing. No, I'm picking oh, that one. Right. <laughs> no, I fully agree. I love that match. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cody, big match Cody, I think they should call him. Used to be three star Cody, wasn't it? That was the, that was the meme oh, going around on the Twitter. A long time ago. Now, the, I think the joke was, and I forget who said it, Cody's a great wrestler. If you want a three star match out of him, he'll give you a three star <laughs> match. If you want a four star match out of him, he'll give you a three star <laughs> match. That used to be that joke, but now it's like, mm, after Dustin, after Jericho. He's the best story. He's three and a half mind. star Cody here. <laughs> I'm just kidding, please pay me. Uh, this moves on to promotion of the year. Completely unbiased, of course. 2018 winner, oh, no. NXT. Yes, yeah, see? See? Oh, no, but it didn't exist. Yeah, it didn't exist. Sorry. <laughs> so, what will we get this year, Ross? Bollocks. NXT. Ooh. Ooh. <sighs> it's weird, because we're sat here now, whatever day it is. What day is this going out? I've got no idea. December. NXT is what AEW was marketing themselves as before AEW started. Yeah, yeah. That is my first yeah. issue because the Dark Order and Brandy and all that, it really drags it down for me. The rest of the stuff the rest of the stuff's great, but that's sort of spooky stuff. There's too much of it. One is fine, the Dark Order by themselves. How about it? Why not have a spooky stable? But uh, there's too much of that nonsense going on for my liking. And if you if you look at them the, if a, a graph was made of like the oh, second graph yeah, reference, right. A graph of the ratings between like if out of ten, your your rating for uh, dynamite would be like up there consistently, maybe one down and up there consistently. Pay-per-views would come round. It would drag the medium score down, wouldn't it, I think? By and large, mm, the pay-per-views so far have been a, bit a little bit underwhelming. That's very anti-AEW. Why are you nominating NXT? Uh, because of these reasons against AEW. I think NXT's been a far more consistent thing with far less nonsense and f not far more great action. A little bit more good action. Yeah. <laughs> no, you laugh at what you yeah, said, but I do agree fine. with it. Yeah, it's fine. Awesome. That's my AEW bias there. I was going to say, what can tell. <laughs> Worth every cent. So, Jack? Well, we I am nominating AEW, but Ross oh, has been no. really convincing in his in his pitch for NXT there. So, oh. I, I really like AEW, and I think I nominated them more just because they've absolutely changed the game yeah. compared to what they've actually done. And I have enjoyed the product, and I've enjoyed the big matches here and there and stuff. But I do have to agree that I look forward, I look forward to the action of a takeover more than a, an AEW pay-per-view, but I look forward to the event of an AEW pay-per-view more than a takeover. Because takeovers, by their very nature, are usually before a big, a bigger WWE pay-per-view. Um, but I've gone for AEW more for what they've done rather than how they've done it, if that makes sense. So, yeah, but now, I see what you're But saying. I'm going to get biased on that. God, the comments for this video <laughs> already swimming yeah. with happiness. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So, like every Wednesday, I have to pick between AEW and NXT. <laughs> I'd love to be that one guy that goes, you can just watch them both, mm. and then make mistake videos highlighting both of them. <laughs> but it's not how we do things here. Uh, have either of us got any tickets or things to the next AEW show? <laughs> oh, let me no. just check. Uh, no, nothing. You know what? I liked NXT this year, Ross. Yeah, did you? Yeah, but my opinions... Do you have like, NXT WWE... tickets? <laughs> no, but I can get them. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go with NXT. Fair enough. But it's tough. They're both nice, etc., etc. They're both, et cetera, et cetera, they're both really good, but the, there is just less bollocks on NXT. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the big difference. What are the bollocks on NXT? Let me think. Not, not a lot. Tom Campbell doing his <laughs> chance in the crowd. Yeah, it's hard like watching NXT. You're right. Moving on. NXT is a two-time oh. winner. Is that the first? Is that the first repeat the winner? Double diddler. That's the double diddler NXT. Diddler squares. They'll put down the adverts. <laughs> like you know, cultaholic 
Double di- <laughs> Nerd Cube, this is really good. No, 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 no. Colaholic, two diddlies. <laughs> Wrestler of the Year, the last, final, and arguably most prestigious diddler of them all. 2018's winner, Will Ospreay. Ooh, got him. Jack. No, did you last time? Ross. No, no, you didn't. No, you did Ross did. first both times. Jack. Time. Yeah. Was your pick for the best wrestler of 2019? <laughs> like 2018. Unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> it's uh, it's Will Osprey again. Oh. Yeah, sorry, I've nominated okay. the same because I can't go against my system. I do a whole list to find out who my wrestler of the year is every week. Do you? Yeah, you can find What's it on callholly.com. It's called Wrestlers of the Week. Oh, okay, that's nice. Osprey's won this one again by a wider margin than he did last year. I'm starting to worry that I might be a bit biased. I know, I no, know. we don't have that here. No, we don't. <laughs> but um, no, he's just had incredible matches this year. He was in Best of the Super Juniors and the G1 Climax and the other one. Whatever the other tournament he was in was. Maybe he was in the Super J. Five-star wrestling? He was in five-star years ago. 128-man tournament? <laughs> he was in loads of stuff. He did loads of wrestling. And he's had really good matches with the, like, some of the best wrestlers in the world. And I'm scared that they're going to push him even further. And then next year he'll do really well again. I just want me to have a rest. Take a year off, Will. And then you can stop it. Yeah. Uh, You're listening. So I'm, I'm nominating Osprey, but I'm not happy about it. Uh, okay. That's an interesting way of putting that. But he has had a lot of good matches this year. Well, right? Ross? I had a sneaking suspicion Jack might go for Will Ospreay. No so way. I made, sure, I made sure to go for somebody different. Okay. I'm going for Ray Phoenix. Ooh. Oh, all right. I was expecting that. What Oof. a shout. Watching Dynamite. Ooh. Obviously, I haven't seen too much of his AAA or whatever he does down south. Um, but in down, the, down, down south, down south, down south, in Mexico, we're from bloody Mexico. <laughs> but every week on Dynamite, when he wrestles, he steals the show, and I, that's all I need to say, really. The, the yeah, he just steals the things he does on the ropes. You never seen before. Well, I hadn't seen before because I hadn't seen too much of his matches. I can't believe it's the same Ray Phoenix who appeared for WCPW. Oh, I remember, that's right. I remember I... sitting there saying to Richard, "Is I thought he was going to be good." <laughs> oh. oh, I'm not saying he phoned it in, but he might have done. What match did he have? I've got no, he was, in, match. he was in a rumble with Pacini. I remember it was him and him oh, and maybe. Drago. No. Dra- I don't know if that was the match, but him and Drago were the two oh, imports that I was like, yeah. "Are they meant to be good?" Aren't they? <laughs> they were good on Lucha Underground. Yeah. Before they were, that, they were underwhelming for WCPW. Watch the um, watch the old to, just to prove that Phoenix has always been really good. The, him and uh, Mil Muertes did a basically a casket match in Lucha Underground. Yeah. It's mint, so good. It's called a Grave Consequences match. Ooh, Whoa! I know. Yeah. Like what Corey's fun. got when Morrow shows up. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Jeez. I was not expecting you to say. I just Ray Phoenix. every week when you watch Dynamite when oh, he's okay. when he's wrestling, he's the one that steals the show. He does some crazy stuff. Yeah. You know which move I really like that he does, okay. as well as all the boingy like split legs and that. Though just the just the big sp- what? Carry on. The, the boingy boing. split legs. Boingy split legs. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> that's his name. That flip, do you remember when Moxie did the old Xplex thing? Yeah. That's the flippy dippy dip. <laughs> <laughs> Torpedo con hello. <laughs> con hello. Anyway, where is what, he, Phil? Oh, he's got. Um, I like his jumping, spinning back kick to someone in the corner, oh, okay. and he always catches them. And it looks like he's just taking the. <laughs> And it looks yeah. like he's just taking the face off, yeah. Wow. Ray, Fe- um, Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix. From Sunderland. <laughs> Ray's case and Ray's case. <laughs> Turns out All the right. Lucha Bros are from Sunderland. I'd love that. Stop this one. I'm going to go through it. Yeah, you know what? 
I'll go with Ray. Whoa! Because I watched his as respect Osprey's matches with the likes of Carl Fletcher. Yes. And some Japanese people. The, <laughs> the like the, the matches Phoenix have everywhere. From Triple A, the series of Kenny Omega. On, uh, I apparently I was good for that belt. I, oh, I love Triple A this year. That belt, that one. That I have that belt. That the belt I've got. That right. That, that, that belt. Yeah, that belt I've got. Yeah. What's it called? The Triple A Mega Championship. Mega, Mega Campion de Triple A. It's a really bad designed belt, isn't it? Is it? I don't like it, mate. Really? No positive thoughts. Positive thoughts <laughs> I'm going to go with that just because it's cool to see you. Appreciate that type of wrestling. Oh, he's one guy I've become very much exposed yeah. to by watching AEW. He's been, he's just has, he's been the best. Yeah, Osprey knows he's good. Ray, <laughs> I'm sure Ray's always like, lads, that match was crap. I wish I'd never done that. Do you he think checks called the holic for the rest of the week. Like, oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> How do I beat Osprey? Yeah. Well, you have now, yeah. Ray. Well done, mate. Oh. Wow, a happy ending here from the second annual <laughs> Cult of Diddley, whatever you want to call him. Thank you very much, Ross. Thank you to you, Matthew. I've just stopped working today. That's fine. We're, we're at the end. Thank you very much, Jack. Thank you. Been. Well, not that we've got two more to do. And I've got another video on top of that. He's breaking kayfabe. Just quick. Hurry up. Thank you very much for you for watching. We hope you enjoy all these lovely pics. Please, please, please don't hesitate to tell us what you think of the comments. We're not going to read them. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's, is this after Christmas? Happy, Happy New Year. Year. I don't know what it Happy holidays. And, uh, Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Let us know what you think in the comments below. You can follow Colorholic on Twitter at Colorholic, and you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Colorholic. If you enjoy what we do, you can pledge to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Colorholic. Hit subscribe and don't forget, join us. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs>